Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. It's Wednesday, 28 February. Welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. We'll start today's show with comments from President Emmanuel Macron, who openly discussed the possibility of sending European troops to Ukraine to help Kyiv win the war against Russia. Now, that's what you could describe as a potential major escalation in the conflict. We'll ask the question that's on everyone's mind. What the hell was Macron smoking? Next, with Sweden set to officially become the 32nd nation to join the NATO alliance, the eyes of Eastern Europe are now turning to the small Russian enclave of Kaliningrad, which is all but isolated now from Mother Russia. Plus, we're getting new details about North Korea's recently launched reconnaissance satellite, which, according to reports, doesn't seem to be doing much of anything in orbit. And in today's Back of the Brief, as crime continues to surge in New York City, Mayor Eric Adams reiterated his calls to modify the city's sanctuary city laws to allow the deportation of migrants who commit felonies. Now, there's a thought. But first up, the PDB spotlight. French President Emmanuel Macron caused quite a stir this week, or as they say in French, une kerfuffle, by hinting at the possibility of deploying troops to Ukraine. You didn't know I spoke French, did you? He made his comments at a meeting of European leaders in Paris, convened to discuss boosting support for Ukraine. During a press conference following the meeting, Macron said that although he and the other 21 European leaders present did not agree on deploying military personnel, the prospect was discussed openly. He told the press, quote, nothing should be ruled out. We will do anything we can to prevent Russia from winning this war, end quote. However, the rest of Europe and U.S. leaders were quick to distance themselves from Macron's comments. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz stated, Oh, hell no. Now, actually, what he said was, quote, What was agreed among ourselves and with each other from the very beginning also applies to the future, namely that there will be no ground troops, no soldiers, on Ukrainian soil sent there by European countries or NATO states, end quote. Pentagon spokesman Major General Pat Ryder added, just to be clear, we have no plans to send U.S. service members to fight in Ukraine. Leaders of Britain, Spain, Poland, and officials from NATO made similar statements. Moscow issued a swift rebuke of Macron's comments. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov told reporters, quote, 
The very fact of discussing the possibility of sending certain contingents to Ukraine from NATO countries is a very important new element, end quote. To his credit, Macron isn't backing down and tells reporters that he stands by his position, which he described as, quote, strategic ambiguity. Others might describe it as strategically stepping into a big pile of merde. Now, Macron's comments came as Russian forces continue to make gains in eastern Ukraine, and Kyiv desperately seeks more weapons from Western nations. While the meeting was overshadowed by Macron's bluster, European leaders agreed to boost ammunition purchases from third-country suppliers and to provide more medium- and long-range missiles to Kyiv. On the American side of the aid question, President Biden held an urgent meeting at the Oval Office yesterday, hosting congressional leaders including House Speaker Mike Johnson. The summit was called in part with hopes of making progress against a legislative logjam that's holding up foreign aid on Capitol Hill. Senate Majority Leader Schumer, who surprisingly found a camera to talk to, called the session one of the most intense he's ever encountered, as Democrats and Biden applied pressure on Johnson to allow a vote on aid. All right, coming up after the break, Sweden is on the brink of becoming NATO's 32nd member, casting a spotlight on Kaliningrad, the Russian enclave now facing strategic isolation. Also ahead, we delve into the latest updates on North Korea's enigmatic reconnaissance satellite that reportedly remains inactive in orbit. I'll have those stories when we come back. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. PureTalk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and PureTalk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value, Pure Talk. Just go to puretalk.com slash baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com slash baker 
to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. Welcome back. As if we didn't already have enough tension on the continent, the, the government of Lithuania is threatening to put the screws to Moscow amid Russia's continued aggression towards NATO countries. The Lithuanian ambassador to Sweden warned on Tuesday that his country would isolate the Russian province of Kaliningrad if the Putin regime moved to start a wider conflict with NATO countries, particularly those in the Baltic region. Kaliningrad is separated from the Russian mainland. It's, it's sandwiched between Lithuania and Poland along the southern coast of the Baltic Sea. Now, it receives much of its supplies through channels that pass through Lithuania and Belarus and has been referred to as Russia's, quote, unsinkable aircraft carrier due to its strategic location. It holds a vital military function for the Kremlin, serving as the home of the Russian Baltic Sea Fleet. Russia has also reportedly stationed nuclear weapons within the province. Any moves by NATO members to squeeze the territory would deprive the Kremlin of a critical foothold within the Baltic region. Now, the Lithuanian ambassador said, quote, After Sweden was integrated into the alliance, the Baltic Sea became an internal NATO sea. If Russia dares to challenge NATO, Kaliningrad would be neutralized first. Russia's previous false accusations, he said, that is, surrounded by NATO, are now becoming a reality, end quote. Well, that's going to be super helpful in tamping down the heated rhetoric. The remarks came just one day after Hungary voted to approve Sweden's ascension into the NATO alliance. Hungary was the last of the 31 members of the alliance to approve Sweden's membership bid. As the NATO alliance spreads its borders, Lithuania has already taken steps to limit the security risk posed by Kaliningrad. Last Thursday, officials in Lithuania announced that they would be banning passenger pickups and drop-offs for trains running to and from Kaliningrad beginning on the 1st of March. Kaliningrad is home to more than one million people, and officials in Lithuania have been contending with a massive influx of Russian passengers using the railway to pass into Europe. Lithuania's interior minister said, quote, The new restrictions aim to manage traffic, choke off smuggling, ensure international sanctions, and reduce traffic security risks, end quote. Now, despite the strategic chess moves happening in the Baltic states, Russian head Vladimir Putin maintains that he has no interest in starting a wider fight with NATO countries, and you can always take Putin at his word. Russian officials have warned, however, that the calculus would change if NATO countries ever began sending troops to fight in Ukraine. All right, shifting our focus to the ongoing tensions on the Korean Peninsula. Officials in South Korea claimed Tuesday that a spy satellite launched by the North doesn't appear to be functioning. The North Korean regime launched their first reconnaissance satellite into orbit aboard an ICBM with the technical assistance of Russia, and that was back in November of 2023. That triggered international alarm and condemnations. While the satellite reached orbit, it does not appear to be sending or receiving ground communications. South Korea's defense minister said on Tuesday, quote, it shows no signs of functioning and is merely orbiting without activity. While North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un had since claimed the satellite was monitoring South Korea as well as U.S. troop movements in the region, officials in Seoul remain skeptical. As we know, North Korea occasionally likes to toot its own horn on the world stage, but the technology backing their saber-rattling is often somewhat lacking. As we recently discussed on the PDB, North Korea has been sending munitions and ballistic missiles to Russia for use in their war against Ukraine in exchange 
for the technical assistance that Russia is providing to the Kim regime. Those missiles, however, haven't proven as reliable as Russia had likely hoped. Embarrassingly, reports suggest that of the roughly 24 North Korean missiles used so far by Russia, only two have actually hit their targets. As they say, two times out of every 24 times, they work every time. It's not much of a missile marketing pitch. Regarding their reconnaissance program, the North Korean regime has said they plan to launch three more spy satellites into orbit this year. South Korea expects the next launch to come as early as March. South Korea sent their own reconnaissance satellite into orbit in response to North Korea's launch in November and plans to launch another in April. It is getting very crowded up there. Relations on the Korean Peninsula have hit new lows ever since the satellite launch in November. Since then, we've seen the collapse of a 2018 inter-Korean pact, renewed military activity along the DMZ, and several provocative ballistic and cruise missile launches by the Kim regime. Kim has also made it an almost bi-weekly tradition to threaten South Korea with nuclear annihilation if provoked. And on that cheery note, coming up in today's Back of the Brief, as law and order continues to break down inside New York City, Mayor Eric Adams is doubling down on his calls to curtail the city's sanctuary city status, at least when it comes to migrants who commit felonies. I'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Have you ever walked into a room and immediately admired the best-dressed person there? Of course you have. Now, as the kids say, they, they got their fit going on. Okay, I, I have no idea whether that's what the kids actually say. I just, I just heard it once. Anyway, picture this. It's wedding season, right? So, you're at a wedding. You've been invited. You're not crashing it. And all eyes are on the bride and groom. But you, well, you're turning heads, too. Because you're the best-dressed person in the room. Now, yeah, you don't want to steal the bride's thunder. So, maybe dial it back a bit. But you get my point. So, how do you orchestrate this situation? Well, you do it with Indochino. With Indochino, you walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks. Even though their suits start at just $499. Now, let me tell you about the process of customizing and ordering with Indochino. You can design the suit that you want and fine-tune every detail. From lapels to linings, it's all online. When the suit arrives, you'll be knocked out by the quality of the fabric and the perfect fit. Look your best this wedding season, at the table or on the dance floor or, or dancing on the table, whatever you choose to do, just be careful when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code BAKER, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you thought it would be, to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's Indochino.com, promo code BAKER. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which, of course, means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors. Not to mention, you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factors, no prep, no mess meals, save time, and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer, thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors, fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. 
Factor is part of our meal routine at the Baker Compound. And I can tell you, food is delicious and it's a complete time saver. Head to factormeals.com slash PDB50, that's five zero, and use code PDB50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PDB50 at factormeals.com slash PDB50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. In today's Back of the Brief, New York City Mayor Eric Adams is stepping up his calls for a rollback of the Big Apple's sanctuary city laws amidst the city's ongoing migrant crisis. At a town hall-style event in Brooklyn on Monday night, Adams said, quote, We need to modify the sanctuary city law that if you commit a felony, a violent act, we should be able to turn you over to ICE and have you deported, end quote. The statement was actually met with applause by the audience. Applause in New York City. There are several reasons why Adams is becoming increasingly vocal on this. First off, New York City is clearly feeling the pinch on resources caused by the migrant wave. According to the mayor's office, the cost for New York City to shelter and care for tens of thousands of migrants arriving in the city is spiraling and could exceed $12 billion by July 2025. $12 billion. The city spends an average of $383 a night to provide food, shelter, medical care, and social services to each family seeking asylum within the city. That amounts to $9.8 million a day and almost $300 million a month. But beyond the costs, Adam's hand is also being forced by a recent rise in criminal activity associated with new arrivals. The past several weeks have seen a number of high-profile migrant crimes and arrests in the city. On February 18th, a 15-year-old Venezuelan migrant named Jesus Rivas Figueroa allegedly shot a tourist and fired at police officers in the middle of Times Square. He was later arrested and charged with attempted murder. Crimes in Times Square are taken very seriously as it's a major draw for tourists. If the area becomes unsafe, it could have a major impact on the city's tourism. That same week, seven migrants were arrested in a new robbery pattern that's emerging throughout the city, where thieves ride around on mopeds and rob unsuspecting New Yorkers of their cell phones. Anyone who's traveled overseas, particularly in Latin America, would recognize that methodology. After criminals get their hands on these phones, the victims' bank accounts are drained of cash, with fraudulent transactions in both the U.S. and South America, and the phones themselves are then sent to Colombia to be wiped, reprogrammed, and sold. Now, these thefts are not being committed by random criminals. City law enforcement believes the brazen snatching grabs are part of an organized crime ring run by a group called Trenda Aragua, which is pretty much Venezuela's answer to MS-13. The gang is involved in robberies, drug dealing, and human trafficking throughout South America, and authorities warned that the group is looking to expand its international empire. The group is sending its members to New York as part of the current migrant wave and recruiting new members in migrant shelters. Now, there's no word on whether the White House is surprised to learn now that after releasing millions of unvetted folks, many of them single males, into the country over the past three years, some of them turn out to be criminals. I'm not sure how many times this needs to be said, but I guess I'll be saying it again. Border security is both a national security and public security concern. And while the White House strategists are now flapping their arms and trying to convince people that they're super concerned about border security 
and that they do something about it if only the Republicans would cooperate, the reality is they only care now because of poll numbers and the looming election. President Biden did make a brief noise the other day about taking some executive action on the border, but his hard left flank immediately pushed back, threatening him with pulling their support if he dared to do such a thing. And that's the state of U.S. politics these days. Reasonable people on both sides can find agreement on issues, in this case, to agree that the border issue poses threats that need to be dealt with immediately. But the hard edges rule the day. Nobody lives in the center anymore. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Wednesday, 28 February. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker, and I'll be back later today with the PDB Afternoon Bulletin. Until then, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.